I'm Willow Astor, and today on Living in the Pages, I speak with USA Today best-selling author Gina E. Mann. She fit me in in a deadline and everything, so I'm really grateful. We discuss encouragement from an unexpected source, her writing buddies Mildred and Lucy Liu, and her strategy for writing faster. Good morning, Gina. Good morning. Hi, how are you this morning? I'm doing really well. I haven't had my coffee yet today, but oh no, I think I'm going to be all right. <laughs> what have you been up to? I am rushing to meet a deadline for the Rebel Queen, oh. so that's pretty much all I'm doing. <laughs> oh, you're eating and sleeping and breathing this duet. Yes, yes, trying to get last minute changes and run through edits and yeah yeah it's all consuming bet congratulations on the release of the royal arrangement oh thank you now the rebel queen is coming out october 15th is that right right so not long at all how exciting just a few more weeks well what inspired Henry and Everly? Well, they are characters out of the Exiled Prince trilogy. Okay. And once I finished that trilogy, I just was bothered by Everly's story because there was still so much to tell. I mean, that was a story in itself. And I was, I kind of played around and thought, you know, I could do some deleted scenes or, you know, some bonus content. And that turned into a novella, (laughs) which is the Royal Arrangement. And then I thought, well, that's not even close to, you know, satisfying all the questions that I have and other people have. So that evolved into the Rebel Queen. Now, for the Exiled Prince, I'm sorry, I have not read that one yet. Does that have Roman and I was wondering if they were in another story or if they were going to be. Okay, good to know. Yeah, and they have a whole lot of problems going on for themselves. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered if you have any character muses who you envision, or do you just like to write and have them in your head? It could be a little bit of both. Well, when I wrote uh, the Exiled Prince trilogy, in my head, Henry was kind of an Alexander Skarsgård mm. figure. Yeah. And I just finished watching True Blood. Yeah. And I just loved his character in that, how he had a vulnerable side, but he was still kind of mean. Right. <laughs> you know, sometimes you hated him. And other times you thought, oh. Yeah. So he was kind of my muse for Henry. But normally it, it could be anything that gets me going on a character just – you know, maybe something I've read or watched on TV or mm-hmm. overheard in a conversation. <laughs> I might be guilty of eavesdropping now yeah, and then. It's hard not to. I know. Coffee shops. <laughs> <laughs> what about Everly? Everly, it kind of reminds me of one of my friends. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name, but she'll, I don't think she would figure it out. But I wanted a heroine who was brave mm-hmm. and confident And knew what she wanted in life, but everything just goes wrong beyond her control. Mm -hmm. And how would she handle that? Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of think about how my friend would handle the situation if she was in that position. And the cover is so pretty. Oh, thank you. I am thrilled beyond belief. That was a last minute change. Oh, it's beautiful. To that cover. And and that was the right decision, I think. Mm -hmm. 
Have you always been a writer? I have. I wrote stories from kindergarten, you know, as soon as I could hold a pencil. (laughs) And I remember just torturing the elementary school librarian with my novels. (laughs) And she was so, so kind. She read every single one of them. Wow. And did nothing but encourage me. And I, I think about her a lot still. You know, I'm so glad that she nurtured that in me. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I have books and books in my closet, just in notebooks. (laughs) (laughs) How many that you will never publish? No. (laughs) (laughs) How many would you say? Oh, there's probably 20. Oh, man. At least. There is one I want to go back and rewrite because I still think about it to this day. But Mm. who's got time for that? Maybe there's a lot there that you wouldn't have to do that much to. It's pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got a couple like that, too. It's it's embarrassing. How many books do you have out? I believe I have a second pen name. Oh, okay. A super secret pen name. Oh. (laughs) So under my name, I think I have 21 And how many under the super secret second pen name? That is... Is probably about seven. Wow. I think those are not full size novels. Those are novellas. Yeah, short little novellas. Well, what does a normal day in your life look like? Oh, goodness. I've been really working hard to develop a routine Mm -hmm. because I'm so used to, I've had a full time job the majority of my life. (laughs) And I just recently, just in the last couple of years, quit to write full-time. So, that was a real adjustment for me. But Mm -hmm. I seem to do my best writing early in the morning or late at night. So, I like to get up early and, you know, drink my coffee and and write. And then I usually run errands and maybe do something fun, go for a walk, Mm -hmm. you know, during the middle of the day. And then I'll come back and start and write again. Nice. Yeah. Unless I'm under deadline, like now. And then it's just write, 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 (laughs) write. And then I just do nothing but sleep and write. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that you have two dogs. I do. And I'm hoping that they stay quiet while we're in here. I shut all the curtains and the doors so they won't see anything exciting but yeah those are my writing buddies they're right here with me right now oh tell us their names (laughs) i have mildred she's a rat terrier and she's 11 and i have lucy lou who is a chihuahua and she's about a year and a half oh they are they're so cute i love them i'm an animal person i love animals of all kinds me too Are you a plotter or a pantser? Oh, my goodness. I am a pantser by nature. (laughs) But I decided a few years ago, after I think it took me me five years to write my first book, Mm -hmm. Intoxicated. And then it took me a year to write the second novella. And I thought, well, this is not going to work. <laughs> you know, I need to speed things up if I want to be competitive. Yeah. So I do a little bit of both now. I have been using like the 15 steps of plot structure okay. just to lay out. So I lay out like 15 points of the story, you know, then I, I pants the rest of it. Okay. Because <laughs> I still like the surprises. To me, that's half the fun is just to be writing and all of a sudden think, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I love that. I never thought about that, but mm-hmm. he has a secret love child. <laughs> you know, 
so I um, I definitely enjoy that part for myself. But to be faster, I definitely had to add the plotting elements. Hmm. And I found too that the more suspense in the plot, you know, like who did it and right. you know all these underlying themes that I definitely have to plot those out. You know, make sure and drop enough clues for the reader to catch on to what's going on, but not reveal the actual answer to the problem. So, yeah, that's something I'm continually working on. How long does it take you now since you made this change? Oh, my gosh. Well, I wrote Pretty Broken Girl in two weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. And I did plot a good portion of that out. So, yeah, usually I can write a novel in 30 days. If I'm serious about it and, and buckle down, mm-hmm. and that's without killing myself, I can do that. The Rebel, Queen, and the Royal Arrangement have taken quite a bit longer. Really? <laughs> I got stalled on those, yeah. You think because of the suspense element? I do, and I felt like I just wasn't doing the story justice. And, you know, and like I said, it had started out just to be, you know, a bunch of deleted scenes to go out for reader engagement and, and enjoyment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept growing and growing. <laughs> what did you do when you found out you first made the USA Today list? Oh my gosh, I was so excited. Oh. So excited. And I I don't know. I I didn't really celebrate it as much maybe as I should have because I don't know. You know, you you got to look forward and move on to the next book and Yeah. At the end of the day, I still have to take the trash out and <laughs> mow the yard and walk the dogs and, you know, <laughs> yep. Get back life to goes it. on. Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance related, from book club style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now let's get back to our interview. <laughs> Any release day rituals? Usually, I do a lot of praying the night before (laughs) (laughs) that everything goes well and that there are no glitches or anything. I had um, my last two releases before the (laughs) royal arrangement. I had all kinds of problems. Oh, no. That were beyond my control, so... (laughs) <laughs> That's the yeah. worst. I, I don't usually, usually it's the day after release day that, because I'm still so busy mm-hmm. with the promotional part of it up to the release that the day after I usually do nothing but veg out and watch the television. <laughs> That's a good plan because you've got to still be sharing and thanking and oh yeah, it's hard to really be in the it's moment. It's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Are you already working on something else typically when you finish a project? Uh, No, I like to keep right in it. Um, And I do have um, another duet planned for in the spring. And I've I've already started that. So, yeah. And I'm excited about that one, too. That's. Oh, good. It's it's I just went back and reread what I had written. And 
I was really into it. So I thought, oh, this is good. That's a good sign. Yeah, that <laughs> is. I saw that you love to travel. How often does the place you're visiting make it into your books? Oh, um, I do love to travel anywhere. Yeah, I like to go anywhere, even if it's just a mile down the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, they do. They do make it in there occasionally. Um, I would love to write a book that takes place totally somewhere else. Mm. But like in the Royal Arrangement in the Exiled Prince trilogy, um, they go back and forth to like England and Scotland. And I've been to those places so you know, I was able to pull from those experiences and nice. may, hopefully put some details in there that made it realistic for everyone. Mm-hmm. So fun. Do you have any advice for new writers? Oh, gosh. Um, I think that probably the most important thing is to never give up. Mm-hmm. You know, if this is truly something that you want to do. To not give up because there are a lot of critics in the world and you just can't please everyone. So, you know, not to let um, anyone, you know, not to let any negativity affect your dream and to realize that, uh, you know, people have different viewpoints on things and you just can't please everyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it's if it's something that you want, stick with it. Um and don't don't get locked into the thought that there's only one right or wrong way, mm-hmm. you know, to create a novel or publish a novel, um, because there are so many options out there, and you just have to find the path that's right for you. That's good. So I see and have heard so many um, friends and and authors who've you know just said I'm done, I'm walking away from it, which is fine if that's what they want, mm-hmm. but I hate to see them leave just because they feel beaten down. Yeah. So true. It has its ups and downs. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. It is. It's a vulnerable job. It is. It is. You can't be too thin-skinned. Yep. To you know, you have to you have to find a way to be able to deal with with criticism and to be able to take back, you know, important information from that. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone says your cover doesn't work, then you really need to take a long, hard look and see, you know, maybe it doesn't work and you do need to change it. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a learning curve, but, and I hope that, that um, anyone who wants to write will pursue it, you know, just for the enjoyment, Mm -hmm. if nothing else. That's good. Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. <laughs> Favorite snack? Uh, potato chips. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. My dad's a Pepsi man. Uh-oh. Last movie <laughs> you loved? Last movie I loved? Um, shoot, I watched so many movies. Ooh. Um, probably, <laughs> I just watched The Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey, and oh, I did really? love it. Yeah, I did. It was just out there. It's new? It's new, okay. yeah. Okay, I'll look for yeah. that. I'm way, way behind on everything movie-related. <laughs> me too, me too. 
So speaking of traveling, what's your favorite travel destination? Oh, Scotland. Mm. I loved it above and beyond anywhere I've ever been. Really? Yes. I'm a huge Outlander fan. Mm -hmm. Diana Gabaldon. Yeah. So, yeah, we went and did a big, big tour of Scotland and I just, I could have stayed there forever. How fun. What did you have for dinner last night? Uh, What did I have? Oh, I had chicken tortilla soup. Yum. That I made and it was pretty good. I'm going to have some more today. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Do you like to cook? I do, but I just don't really have the time for it. Yeah. And I hate dealing with the leftovers. Yeah. So, yeah. Deadlines, it's hard to think of food. It is, and I live within five minutes of every conceivable fast food restaurant you can think of. Oh, nice. That was another question I meant to ask. Where do you live? I am in Muncie, Indiana. Oh, my goodness. Yes, home of Ball State and... David Letterman. That's awesome. Yeah, in Garfield. We have (laughs) dear family in Indiana, and I lived there for a while even. Oh, where'd you live at? Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I was just there yesterday. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I had two that I was thinking of for you. Okay. Royals by Lord or Dancing Queen by ABBA. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know all the words to royals, so it would have to be Dancing Queen. Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) You are the Dancing Queen, young Young and sweet, sweet, only 17. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing Queen. Feel the beat of the tambourine, oh yeah. (laughs) You can dance, you can jive, having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl, watch that scene, dig it the dancing cream. (laughs) Something like that. That's pretty good. Midway through, I thought, oh, no, I don't know where it goes next. But (laughs) you had it. I made it up. I don't know if that was right. I made it up. (laughs) That was fun. Well, will we see you at any signings this year or next? I have not signed up for any. You know, most of those you have to book so far in advance. But I would really like to get back into that. Yeah. I have all my stuff sitting here, so I'm ready as soon as I find one. Do it. I will. Let me know if you're going to be at one, and I'll look for you. I will, definitely. Well, thanks so much for doing this today. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. I loved it. You're delightful. So are you. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day and get that book done. Thank you. I'm on it. Woo! Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again, Gina, and thanks to you for listening. Come back next week. Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.